Well, hello again, you guys. And thank you for joining me once again for another episode of the Mr. Healthy Habits Show. I am your host, Mr. Healthy Habits himself, Jesse. Really appreciate you taking the time here out of your day to listen to me speak and hear what I have to say on the subject of health and wellness and uh, mental health and philosophy. And today, I've got a really interesting topic for you guys coming from the Great Courses series, specifically a lecture on the meaning of life. It's an audio lecture that I've spoken about a number of times throughout these podcasts. And this lecture specifically was given by a Mr. Jay Garfield who is an amazing person to listen to. His audio lecture on the meaning of life was rather profound and amazing. And the way he explains the context of the uh, works of literature that he reads to you is rather incredible. He definitely gives me something to shoot for in terms of what I would like my podcast to be one day, what I would like to sound like. So throughout these series of podcasts, what you will be hearing in many instances is going to be my personal take and how I was able to digest and create my own thoughts centered around the messages that he attempted to convey in his series of lectures. So today we are going to discuss Taoism. More specifically, aspects of his lecture that were given on the Tao Te Ching, which is an ancient Chinese text, as well as the philosopher Lao Tzu, who is believed to have written the Tao Te Ching, the concept of Wu Wei, and how oftentimes our use of language derives from the conceptualization of what we are able to see, digest, and then replicate in our minds, and how it's oftentimes our language and our perceptions that occlude us from reality rather than bring us closer to an understanding of the nature of reality and how it works. Now, these lectures have struck in me in a very profound way. You see, I believe once we understand the nature of reality, why things are the way that they are, why things happen as the way they happen, we can find peace. We can find peace in our lives and a more relaxed, better way to live where we're not so affected by external circumstances that happened around us. The series of lectures that were given in this Great Courses series on the Tao Te Ching were among my favorites. Uh, so I'm really happy and pleased to be able to share these here with you today. So without further ado, let's go ahead and start the show. And we are going to start by talking a little bit about 
Lao Tzu and who he was. Lao Tzu was a 6th century BC philosopher out of China. It's not actually known whether or not he was an actual person or more of a fable like Jesus or Robin Hood. It's quite possible that he was a made-up fictional character that has been studied and lectured on and followed throughout time. He is thought in large part to have been the author of the Tao Te Ching, a philosophical text that has also religious connotations among parts of Asia and is the basis for the religion of Taoism. Taoism is actually, in fact, an established religion spread throughout China with its own monks and temples and following, much like Catholicism or Buddhism in that respect. Now, Tao Te Ching translates into the way of virtue. In the lecture series, we speak a lot about the Tao and what exactly is the Tao. Well, the Tao also translates to the way. So that could mean a number of things. I mean, that could mean a way of living. It could mean the way you take out the trash. It could mean the way to work. It could mean the way to work is in your work ethic. It could mean the path to work. It could mean the way you make your dinner, the way you treat other people. It really is all-encompassing in that respect and is used in a similar way we use, we would use the way in the English language. I mean, the way in English could mean all of those things just the same as the Tao and Taoism. But in this instance, Specifically, since we are talking about the Tao Te Ching, we are going to be talking about the way of virtue or moreover, the way to live. Now, it's believed that the Tao Te Ching has had many different contributors and editors and translators throughout the, the centuries. It's a very old text and has likely been chopped up and put together back and forth among different dynasties and followers of that specific faith. So now that we have a little bit of context here on Lao Tzu, Taoism, and what exactly it is, we're going to discuss the belief system that accompanies Taoism. Taoism is primarily about living and accepting harmony with the world around us. You see, as humans, our natural disposition when circumstances arrive in our lives is to contemplate what things mean, to contemplate how this is going to affect me, how I can affect the situation. We conceptualize whether or not this is good or this is bad, whether or not this is going to make me happy or sad, whether or not this is beautiful or this is ugly. Now, the Taoist perspective centers around this belief that when circumstances 
arise within our lives and we start to contemplate these ideas that are all really just conceived in the mind about happiness and sadness and good and bad and ugly and beautiful. All we are doing is engaging in a comparison. This is beautiful. That is ugly. Well, this is beautiful compared to what? Compared to something else that we perceive as ugly? Well, it's quite possible that someone else may have a different perspective and see things the opposite way. All we are doing, in a sense, when we talk about good and bad and beautiful and ugly is simply just projecting our own personal taste and preferences and wants and desires onto what we perceive in the world. You can look at a thing and define it as beautiful, but it only has value of beauty in your mind. In reality, it has no value one way or the other. The thing that you look at may be beautiful compared to something else. It may be ugly compared to something that you perceive is more beautiful than that. It's the same with good and bad. If we see something as good, now we have to see the lack of that good thing as something that is bad. Again, all we're doing is engaging in comparison. You can take the bad thing, and if you remove the good thing from the equation, and all you have is the bad thing, and now we introduce something that's worse than that, well, now that becomes the bad thing. And the, the previous bad thing that we held on to as bad is now can now be seen as a better thing or a good thing relative to the new thing. If we see something that is good and we hold on to that near and now, now something bad happens because of that, well, now it is no longer perceived as something that is good. It's something that's perceived as bad. You see, good and bad are relative terms. Beautiful and ugly are relative terms, relative to our personal taste, our perspectives, and our past experiences and influences that we have lived through in life. They are just relative terms conceptualized in the mind that have no place in reality. They have no real value in reality. You see, the reason why this matters is because now when something happens into your life or something comes into your life that you perceive as negative, you can stop and look at the situation and understand that it really is just concepts created in your mind. It's your projection onto what is that it is bad and it does not have to be viewed that way you don't have to see this as bad and when something happens in your life that is good just the same you can appreciate it and enjoy it but realize that it's a really a matter of perspective it's all really about personal taste and preference and not real attributes that a subject holds that exist in nature. For example, when you have a job to do and you view that job and say, this is going to be a difficult task. 
someone else very could well walk into the situation and look at it and say, this is going to be an easy task. You yourself, if you had looked at it and said that this is difficult, you can walk outside, turn around, come right back inside and look at the same situation and say, this is going to be easy. It's all relative. It's all relative to your own personal preferences, desires and taste and your mindset. Difficult and easy are two other examples of concepts that are created in the mind that have no value in reality. To me, knowing this is an extremely valuable tool because now I can walk into any situation and if it looks difficult, I know that's that's just conceptualization in my mind. That's just lack of experience or whatnot talking about a situation that I'm attempting to describe. And really, at the heart of it, all we do when we attempt to describe a situation as such, as easy or difficult or good or bad or beautiful or ugly, is we're distorting reality. We're distorting our view of what is actually there with our own projections onto it about how we feel about the situation, not actually what really is there. All I'm doing is attributing my personal preferences, my wants and my desires and my aversions onto reality. I don't want this. I want that. I don't like this. I like that. See, the Taoist perspective is that we need to let all of this go. We need to let all of this conceptualization go. We need to let go of these ideas of good and bad and beautiful and ugly and difficult and hard and easy so that we can live in harmony with the universe. Because at the end of the day, if we walk into a situation and we start thinking and conceptualizing rather than living spontaneously and attribute all of these concepts that we've created onto what is, we fail to live in harmony with the universe. We just, we just put a distorted view over what actually is. And that distorted view is one that's based on our desires and aversions in life. The Taoists emphasize that the world, the universe was not constructed around us to make our lives easy. There is a greater whole here going on. There is a universe at work and we are just a small part of it. All we are doing with these concepts that we are positing onto reality is causing ourselves to suffer in many ways. It is in many ways the great cause of suffering. We walk into a situation that we don't like because of some internal baggage that we have going on. And so now we feel that this needs to be changed or we need to do something about this or fail to appreciate it for what it is or decide that this is ugly and not beautiful or that this is difficult and not easy or that this is bad or or whatnot. I'm going to wrap up this episode with one more example of the message here that I'm trying to convey. So assume that you are 
that you own a car and your car breaks down, you need a new water pump or radiator or whatever, you take it to an auto mechanic and the auto mechanic tells you, yeah, this is going to be quite a bit of work. Here's the estimate, you know, a thousand, fifteen hundred, you know, however much it's going to cost, you know, some high amount that's going to, that you're going to now perceive is a source of suffering. Now to you, from your perspective, this is bad. This is money that I have to part with. This is an unfortunate circumstance. This is going to hurt. See, these are all concepts created by the mind. The situation has no value one way or the other. It is not good, nor is it bad. It's got no cause to make you happy or make you sad. It's just the way the world is. It's just the way the universe works. See, what you very well see as a terrible situation is a positive situation for the mechanic. That means that you're going to have to pay him money for his labor, and that's money that he can use now to go home and feed his kids. That's money that he can use to go home now and buy his wife a, a nice gift or maybe afford to be able to pay for another year of his kid's soccer. It could very well be the bill that he needed to keep his doors open for another month. I mean, let's face it, it's tough times right now. You see, what I'm trying to say is the situation is not good nor bad. It is relative to our perspective on the matter. Now, Lao Tzu and the Taoists emphasize very much that we need to realize this. We need to realize this that way it can help us achieve a life where we're not so affected by these things. Now, if I have a bill for my car to get worked on, I know that it's just the way the universe works. I don't have to feel angry or sad or mad or view the situation is bad. I know in reality it has no value one way or the other. All of that is just conceptualization inside my mind and my projection. Now, if I want to live in harmony with the universe and go about life in a way that is relaxed and stress-free, I need to learn to let go of my thoughts and my desires on the matter and just live in harmony and accept what is. So I thank you for joining me here uh, joining joining me here on this journey into the self and to peace and acceptance. I look forward to doing more episodes on this topic and I'm already planning episode two on in this series on the Tao Te Ching. In the next episode, we are going to talk more about living in harmony with the universe and living a spontaneous life. And how our thoughts and desires prevent us from living a spontaneous life and rather force us into a life of acting from the mind rather than from the heart. Taoism 
really does center around this belief that we need to act from the heart and not so much from our mind and conceptualization. And we will discuss exactly why that's important and how we can go about achieving that. We're also going to discuss the subject-object mentality and how to practice a life of letting go of things beyond our control. So again, I thank you so much here for joining me. That felt really good to get that out. Would you believe it? I actually had to record that like three different times before I got a version that I'm actually happy with. But I got to understand here that I can't be Jake Garfield. That that man is incredible and gives me something to shoot for in terms of how I'm able to convey a message. So I hope this all came out well to you guys. And thanks again for listening. Look for episode two in this series on the Tao Te Ching. It's going to come out here really soon. It's going to be the next thing that I'm working on. And follow me wherever you are listening to this podcast. I got new episodes coming out every Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays. I do enjoy very much making them for you. And you can also follow me on Instagram at philosophical.reminders. Thanks again. I appreciate you guys.